0: Bill Wright is Director of Federal Affairs at Splunk and formerly Staff Director for the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee for the U.S. Senate. I caught up with Bill Wright recently for his take on the seemingly relentless march of ransomware and what he thinks might be done to slow the pace.
1: The the question I'm often asked is, you know, is ransomware increasing or or are the attacks just more high profile? And, you know, I'd say both, Um, certainly colonial made the effects of ransomware feel much more visceral for the public uh, that wasn't following these trends closely or wasn't listening to your uh, podcast daily. So I think, you know, at least a year and a half ago, ransomware was really seen primarily as a what I would call a nuisance cybercrime. It hit Hmm. schools, hospitals, businesses, sure. But the disruptions were considered pretty isolated. No one was known to have died, and the ultimate effects were limited primarily to those entities that were hacked. Then came Colonial Pipeline, disrupting nearly half of the East Coast's fuel supply, quickly followed by uh, another attack that uh, threatened the nation's uh, largest meat supplier, uh, JBS. And then, of course, Kaseya last month, along with many countless uh, others that maybe didn't make the headlines. Uh, So it quickly moved from an economic nuisance to a a national security, public health, safety threat. And I think that's the way our government is treating it now. Now, I'm sure you've noticed the tenor of the conversations has has changed. Then you add to that the commoditization of ransomware. So ransomware as a service, ransomware as a service has really opened up ransomware to the, the criminal masses. So this model has drastically lowered that barrier of entry for criminals. Technologically, you no longer have to be particularly sophisticated or savvy. So all those liberal arts majors like myself uh, that ever wanted to try their hand at at cybercrime can now get in the game. Um, Also, the software has become increasingly reliable. This is the ransomware software. Uh, Those days of relying on bugs in the code or cryptographic mistakes are, are largely, uh, are largely gone.
0: You know, we've had the public statements from president Biden, you know, where he has uh, said that he's spoken with president Putin about this issue and um, are, are trying to apply diplomatic pressure and so on. Are we seeing any effects from that? Is, has there been any change Uh, since we've seen those uh, public declarations that this is important?
1: First off, uh, threshold matter, I think that that public declaration is very important. And also, this likely goes without saying, but there is no silver bullet for this. Smarter people Mm -hmm. than me have been grappling with this problem. Um, I thought a lot of the ideas and some of the recommendations that came out of the ransomware task force uh, were interesting. And one of those was to publicly acknowledge um, at a high senior level some of the problems around ransomware. The Biden administration, I think, is taking some really good steps um, to help modernize our our cyber defenses. The EO, for instance, was a great start, among other things. If you read between the lines of the EO, um, I think there's really broad recognition that security is first and foremost, for us, a data problem. Uh, the life cycle of a threat response is relying on data to detect a threat, monitor for impact, find a solution, prepare for that next attack. So, at its core, and as we like to say here at Splunk, all data is security data. And I think the EO goes a long way to to uh, you know to recognizing that. So, the way I look at it is clearly organizations themselves need to better defend themselves. We need to improve our defenses get those basics right, uh, quite mundane, uh, cyber hygiene, but uh, you know, ubiquitous multi-factor authentication, patching our systems in a way that um, prevents actors from exploiting those known vulnerabilities, a well-practiced response plan accompanied by backups and offline systems can help you react and restore. These should be really the basic blocking and tackling for any security organization. But I think that our response needs to be not just from organizations, it needs to be a comprehensive, holistic approach uh, from our government. And um, certainly we have a, a, the organizations themselves and the agency themselves has a role to play uh, in the improving the defenses portion, but we really also need to go after their business model. You know, we mentioned ransomware as a service uh, has really opened it up to the masses Darkseid, I think, is a classic example of this ransomware-as-a-service criminal gang, but that is primarily being run outside of U.S. authorities. Um, you know, Some would argue, including Darkseid themselves, um, that they were not even directly responsible for those colonial attacks. Um, they're certainly responsible as creators and operators of this uh, ransomware-as-a-service. So we need to find a way to go after that business model. There's a number of things being considered, policy uh, considerations around what we do about cryptocurrency reporting, requirements on acknowledging uh, ransomware payments. There's a number of ideas that are circulating now. And then I think the last leg of this uh, um, stool uh, for going after ransomware is that the US government and our allies Really, need to take a more aggressive approach against the ransomware actors, wherever they might reside. Until they feel the pinch, this criminal business model is going to uh, continue to grow. So, to circle back to your original uh, statement about um, uh, Biden and Putin, I think this was an excellent start, uh, but I think it is part of a holistic strategy across the government and across uh, the whole of society, frankly.
0: What about for those small and medium-sized businesses who might not have the resources to have uh, full-time cybersecurity people on staff? To what degree uh, is this a responsibility they need to take on for themselves? And to what degree should they turn to the government to assist?
1: Yeah, I think first and foremost, improving your defenses, whether you are a small business or a large business, when it comes to basic cyber hygiene. I think we can all do a better job. There are some regularly accessible steps and products that you can uh, deploy even as a small business. So I'm thinking multi-factor authentication, having a, a good plan in place to patch, have a response plan, um, and backups. Um, you know, Those are things that I think that um, you know any small business uh, or medium-sized business would be able to handle I don't think that we're going to be able to you know, rely on the government um, to you know, protect us all uh, against this it's it's a shared responsibility and we each have our part that's Bill Wright from Splunk